Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Coward. And thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what this guy has to say. It means a lot, guys. Really, it does. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, thank you, guys. Um, the show's changed a lot. I mean, it's it's just been a really roller coaster year. Um, over the last year, you know, the show's a year old now. And... Um, you know it's been it's been interesting it's been different it's been unusual you know um most recently as you guys know i've been kind of on a gaming kick and i've been twitch streaming all of my games uh you know just kind of trying that out i mean it's you know i'm meandering around <laughs> trying to figure this stuff this these old games out remember how i played them and how the heck i beat them and you know, uh, some things come to me a lot easier, uh, than before, you know, I guess just you get that, that, um, patience or whatever, where you notice things that you might not have noticed before, uh, or the hand-eye coordination just is instinctive, I don't know, uh, like how I beat Excite Bike in one, you know, and like, 15 minutes I had all of the high scores on Excite Bike after never actually even finishing a race that I can remember uh, as a kid when I played in the arcade. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. You know, just kind of weird stuff and then finding out how terrible I am at video games and thinking things through sometimes. And I'm just like sitting there laughing and like, eh, I need to share this with people somehow. So... I eventually put in the time and the research. I started streaming uh, Xbox One because that's easy. Twitch is already on there, so you can just, you know, create an account, get a, you know, and it'll just start streaming. You just turn it on and start playing, and that's it. Uh, playing older classic console games, a little bit more difficult. Um, I'm playing them through an emulator, so I'm able to actually... You know, just tell the software on my computer to record that screen and broadcast it out to Twitch instead of trying to get a streaming box and the old consoles back because I don't have any of the old consoles anymore because it's kind of, you know, it's hard to keep up with them because when they break, you know, you might be able to get a replacement machine or parts to fix it or whatever, but, you know, they have a limited life cycle with a with an emulator, as long as I've got the, you know, software, uh, computer dies, you just go buy another computer, no big deal, you know, so it's a lot easier to deal with, plus the software, which I use is OBS Studio, um, it links right up with just about everything I used, I just have to tell it what window I want to broadcast, and it broadcasts pretty seamlessly, um, so... That works pretty well, and, and, you know, I hope that some people have gotten some entertainment. I've chatted with some of my viewers, and I uh, hope that they've gotten, like I said, some entertainment out of watching me play these games and uh, figure them out or go through them, these old classics. Because, I mean, everybody's streaming Fortnite, everybody's streaming uh, Apex Legends or, you know, World of Warcraft or, 
you know, there's, there's, you know, all these big games, the, whatever the latest Call of Duty is, Call of Duty 8000, um, you know, and it's not that I'm not a fan of the Call of Duty series, but, I mean, I've played them, you know, they're kind of the same, you know, so, um, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of, like, done with that, I want something a little bit more interesting, so, um, uh, you know, so there's not a lot of people streaming retro games on Twitch. Um, you know, when you go into like the main channel feed and you start seeing all the the big games being broadcast, you know, you don't see somebody playing retro games. You see, you know, the games you'd expect to see. So I figured, why not? People will probably enjoy seeing these old games, seeing seeing some guy. Stumble through them, um, you know, as as, uh, as I have been, and you know, just like for instance, in Chrono Trigger, the going up the mountain with the high winds and stuff. I can't tell you how many times I fell off that mountain. I'm sure somebody was probably laughing their their butt off as I <laughs> as I continually fell off the mountain. Um, trying to uh, figure that out I finally had to break out a um, for the wind part finally had to break out a uh, strategy guide pull it up and be like oh okay I have to keep once I get behind the tree I have to keep holding up to actually stay behind it so figured that out uh, with the help of strategy guide and the, the icy pump patch I basically just had to keep trying. I think I ended up trying it like 30, 40 times. Eventually got across. Um, but yeah, uh, that was fun. And um, yeah, so back to the, one of the first things I said, though, is I created a little poll to see which game I should play next. I had like Final Fantasy X, um, which I have for Xbox One. Uh, and then I had... Uh, Legend of Dragoon, <clears throat> and, uh, what was the other one? Jeez, I can't remember what the third one was. Now it's Final Fantasy X, Fantasy Star 4, and something else, so people can message me or whatever and tell me what the something else they'd like to see me play is, um, but yeah, and I haven't played Fantasy Star 4 since, geez, I was, I, I was still in, I was still in school, uh, the, the last time I played it, so, I'm gonna say it was probably 98, um, 99, somewhere in there, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't even think I ever finished it, I, I started playing it, and I was like, wow, this is, actually really in incredible. You know, I didn't realize the Genesis actually had good RPGs like this and then you know, I never never finished it because I wasn't that good at RPGs at the time. I was still finding my feet. So, um, so that'll be one that I haven't quite ever gone all the way through. Final Fantasy X, of course, I've, beat, I've beaten all the Final Fantasies. Um, <clears throat> So, so yeah, but anyway, um, you know, so I started playing Legend of Dragoon, and it's a really kind of crazy story, and, um, I could see, 
um, you know, it's been a while since I, it's been a long time since I played it. Uh, it was actually made by one of Sony's in-house studios, so it's actually a Sony first-party uh, title, and it was their attempt at a, at a, a RPG that would kind of hold toe-to-toe with uh, with Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and Persona and all those other RPGs that were so extremely popular at the time. It came out in 2000, so at the same time as uh, as Final Fantasy IX. And, um, you know, Sony had made Wild Arms, which was fairly popular. Uh, I played Wild Arms. It just, it wasn't my cup of tea, um, story-wise. And so I, I, I tried all of them uh, on the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. And just could not, uh, could not really get into them. Um, I'd play them for three or four hours and then just set them down and like oh well it's in my collection you know I've got it <laughs> and that was kind of it um and uh that that was that and uh you know it kind of it was it wasn't much um you know that I enjoyed about them to the point where I was like okay uh you know I need to uh I need to you know keep playing this game Legend of Dragoon was a little bit different. Uh, it was kind of like, you know, just so amazingly different versus um, anything Sony had made RPG-wise before. Uh, it was more like a traditional, um, you know, story. You know, there wasn't uh, there wasn't guns or. or crazy technology, it was all straight just magic and um, swords and spears and knights and castles, you know, straight fantasy RPG, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was fun, it was, it was different because it wasn't, you know, one of the, you know, long-running series, it was a first title from a studio it was, you know, in the series, uh, completely original story, all that stuff, um, and so it was different, and I really enjoyed playing it, um, so when, you know, it got voted to be the next one, I was like, cool, yeah, no problem, I'll play it, one thing I did not, uh, anticipate was I forgot about the, um, experience sharing, which is really, really, really odd. Um, basically, which is great because, you know, when you're getting experience, you don't have to take all of your people and keep rotating them out and level grind because everybody, whether they're in the battle or not, is going to get experience, um, which is kind of cool. But when you're getting 40 experience points and you're spreading that out over four people or, uh, or six people, you know, it, it kind of, you don't really level up that fast. So it's kind of a pain to level uh, um, in the game. And there's I haven't really found any good places to level grind yet. I'm going to kind of do some research on that see if I can find something because I'd like to be a couple levels higher than I am now. 
and uh, so I have just a little bit more of an edge in battles and not struggling and uh, so we'll see I'll see if I can find somewhere I'll do some research today but anyway um, the other thing I discovered because you know a lot of people are wanting the game to be remade remastered brought back up to uh, you know to today's standard graphics and re-released because it's it's one of those games where it kind of was a flash in a pan game came out and they're like wow this actually did really well maybe we should make another one and there was rumors that there was going to be a second one in it and it just never happened and the only thing I could see that would be a major impediment um, in the game uh, coming back as a remake is they'd probably have to do some rewrite uh, for the story because um, there was some pretty like almost I don't know necessarily if it goes so far as to be a derogatory comments, but there were several comments made about the main female uh, love interest about like, oh wow, Shada actually learned something. Wow, why did why did why did you do something? Why would you need to learn something? And I'm like, that's kind of you know, that's a little bit anti-feminine, anti-women, <laughs> you know, and it you know. Nowadays, that would not fly if, if anyone bought that game and played it. I, I'm sure there would be some kind of an outcry um, if it got remade. So they'd, have, they'd probably have to tone down some of the uh, women are stupid and just need to have babies type of mindset. Which, you know, for the time period the game was set in, that would be something that would probably be said. Because that was the mindset all the way up until, like, the 60s. But still, you know, in today's day and age, can't really go around saying that type of stuff. So I don't know. Um, you know, just kind of a, you know, sidebar on that, I guess. I don't know. That's that's the only thing I can see that they'd probably really have to change. Um, just to prevent anybody from, any groups from coming after them and boycotting or, or protesting or whatever, you know. So, but, you know, if people look at it historically, that was normal. It was not common for uh, women to go into battle. Uh, I mean, Joan of Arc was really one of the uh, exceptions, you know, uh, to that rule. Um, you know, and uh, that, was, that was not commonplace. So, you know that's just, that's just history, so, anyway, you know, not that I have anything against it, I'm just saying that, I'm just pointing out the, the mindset they were probably coming from when they were writing it, and I get that, but you just, that's something you'd probably have to change to re-release it, you know, and it's not a lot of dialogue, I mean, it's, a, it's a line here, a line there, you know, I think I've counted, like, maybe four lines that would probably have to be changed in the whole game to make it where it's not, um, not offensive, but, you know, that, that'd be the only thing I could say that would be an issue, and I don't know why, you know, because this would be the perfect time to capitalize on that, there are so many, uh, so many classic RPGs being remastered and re-released, I mean, Seven, most famously, it's being completely remade, um, and, which I'm really looking forward to, I'm not a massive fan of the, uh, 
more action RPGs the way they're kind of going now. I prefer turn-based, but this is kind of going to be a hybrid between turn-based and action RPG. Um, so, so we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I mean, I play them, I enjoy them, but my real passion is for, for the turn-based. Um, and then uh, Final Fantasy VIII's being remade. Uh, Grandia 1 and 2 is being remade and re-released on the Nintendo Switch, which finally gives me a reason to dust off my Switch and play it. Uh, I bought it for primarily for my wife and, uh, you know, never really had any games that I really enjoyed. I tried playing Breath of Wild, and I know, you know, probably people are going to hate me for this, but I just cannot understand Zelda games. Um, I, I, once they went 3D... They don't really tell you, I guess. I mean, the idea is, I guess you're supposed to run around and explore and figure out the world for yourself. I kind of like the, oh, wow, you know, we need to go see this person in this village. And there kind of be, like, signs that point to where that village is instead of me having to walk over every square inch of the world to find said village. Um, because nobody can tell me where the village is type of thing. Um... And yeah, I tried. I tried to play Breath of Wild, and it, you know the game starts off like you need to go to these three places and collect these items. And I'm like, okay. So I thought that was like the first thing I needed to do. So I'm trying to go to these places, and the one place that's so cold I can't go because I will you know die of hypothermia. The one place is up a cliff that I can't climb, and the other place. I can't remember what that one was. But anyway, so within the first 10 minutes of the game, they're like, you need to go get these three things. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm setting off on my quest to go get those three things. And I'm like, I can't get those three things. So how do I get them? And it's like, what's next? You know? And so I was like, I could buy a strategy guide or download one off the internet and play this game. But, you know, most games, I only try and use a strategy guide if I get stuck. You know, if I'm not sure where to go next or, like, get somewhere and I'm like, well, crap, I don't have this thing they're asking for. Why not? What did I miss? You know, that type of a thing. Or maybe a boss strategy if I get stuck and I can't quite figure it out. I'm like, okay, who, you know, what party members do I need to, you know, to properly do this? It's not like uh, I'm following the guide like a recipe, you know. And, uh... So I was just like, you know what, I really don't want to have to spend half my time, because the game's gorgeous, you know, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a gorgeous game, but I don't want to spend half my time staring at a book, uh, trying to figure out and miss out on things in the world that are happening, because I have to read what I'm supposed to do next, and how to get to where I'm going, and all that, so... Yeah, I know probably tons of people are going to hate me. Uh, you know, anyone who listens to this episode is probably like going to be aghast that I said that. But I, I enjoy, like I love watching people play Legend of Zelda. I love the games. They're very cool. The stories are awesome. Playing them, however, I have never been a fan of since the uh, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo versions. You know, I think four seasons or the one on the Game Boy 
was probably the last one I actually played and finished. Um, and of course, Link to the Past. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Link to the Past, you know, and um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, there's good ones that I've played and finished, but when the world gets so vast and the clues so few that you just have to kind of, you know, keep beating your head against the wall until you figure out, like, oh, <laughs> duh, there's something right there that was supposed to that I need. Okay, well, where's the other 20 things I need? Okay, well, let's start the search over. Let's do a grid-by-grid -grid pattern. I mean, it's almost like hunting for fossils. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, um, you know, I don't, I don't understand this game. I don't get it. I, I don't want to spend this much of my life trying to figure this out. It's not worth it. And I'll just watch somebody play through it on Twitch <laughs> or something, you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, there's that. Um, but Nintendo 64, GameCube, you know, all the all the 3D iterations of the game, I never never finished not one of them. Uh, though I've tried many times. I even started up uh, Majora's Mask um, recently. Tried to play it with a strategy guide, and I was like, you know what, not not interested. <laughs> I'm done, and turned it off. So. Um, yeah, and I've owned every last one of them, so, so yeah, so it, it's, you know, you need some direction, you need somebody who can point you in the right direction, like an MP a random NPC you bump into, it's like, oh yeah, you're looking for this, aren't you? Well, you can't get there without this, okay, cool, and, you know, at least I know something, right? So that's kind of where that is, and I know probably no one's going to listen to this show ever again because I just dissed Zelda for like five minutes but, or, or ten minutes or whatever that was. But, you know, it is what it is. Not every game is for every person. Um, and that's just that's just the truth of it. So, anywho, so yeah, but I mean, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of RPGs coming out, a lot of classic re-releases, uh, there's, there's a lot more, too, that have been listed, uh, there's, you know, the, uh, Tales of, I think the Tales of series is getting redone, uh, the Mana series is getting a remaster, um, several RPG sequels, uh, that are being made, um, yeah, so there's there's a lot a lot of stuff being brought out all of the sudden this year and next year, and you know it's just it's really incredible to see all this. And I think Sony should definitely capitalize and be like, you know what, we remade Legend of Dragoons. Surprise! Please you know, press the button for entrance to our to our fans of the series. Uh, to our fans that are petitioning on Facebook to bring out Legend of Dragoon 2, you know, hey, we, 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 we hear you, you know, here's, here's a remaster of one to get your pallets going and we're going to remake two, you know, because Sony's been on fire recently, I mean, their, their last several titles, their first party stuff, I mean, God of War, you know, The Last of Us, uh, you know, the Uncharted series, every game that comes out 
is better than the last. Um, uh, you know, Detroit uh, become human. I mean, that game is. I, I mean, just the menu alone in Detroit become human. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God. You know, I was just blown away at the photorealism uh, of, of it and how just incredible it looked. You know, so there's so much that Sony's just firing on all cylinders and making these AAA titles that are just incredible. And I think if they took Legend of Dragoon and co continued the story, you know, they could really have something incredible that could start, that could spawn a franchise, or heck, even make something else. A different RPG, period, you know. <clears throat> Um, you know, because everything they've put together has just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, Gran Turismo, I feel, has faltered now that they're getting into the esports. You know, that was Gran Turismo was always the gold standard of racing, in my opinion, as far as console racing. But now that they've went where it's more about esports, which granted they did turn out a, a team you know, of racers, and the racers have actually done really well, so they've actually taken video game players and turned them into professional race car drivers, and these guys can actually race. I think the one placed, like, third at Le Mans, which is saying something for a guy who spent all of his time playing video games, and then is now a professional race car driver to come in third place at one of the most prestigious uh, races in the world. So, um, you know, that's that's saying something, but you know, I'd like to see them just release games that are just fun again and you know enjoyable, not just like oh, this could lead to a career in professional real racing. So, anyway, that's my soapbox on that. But you know, I'd like to see them come out with a sequel. You can catch it on my Twitch gaming channel, uh, which is twitch.tv forward slash styles by three, or you can search incompetently playing games. Um, there is also a link in my Twitter feed that comes up every day at 5 p.m. Uh, advertising Twitch stream on my Car Thoughts Dave, at Car Thoughts Dave. Um, so you can get the link there if you need it. Um, and yeah, so if you want to enjoy watching it, uh, the videos of what I've played so far are in... Uh, the my videos section and of course you can watch me play live as I'm playing it live where I'm at um, I did get the audio fixed for those of you who have watched like Tariq uh, the audio is now fixed I found out that, I, that it was a driver issue not a I just thought it was something with the disc I thought it would clear itself out I went and adjusted some of the drivers when I realized it wasn't doing that and then now it's been fine ever since so Definitely, um, I apologize for the audio. It's a little scratchy and some of the things sound like they echo. Apparently there was some setting that was set that was causing it to echo because it was in a cavern and the processor didn't know what to do with that. So it, it sounded bad. Ugh. Sorry. Um, so yeah, but with that being said, guys, thank you as always for taking a listen to what I have to say, my opinions, my, my mindless ramblings about... 20, 30 year old games and uh, 
Yeah, I'll see you guys on the flip side next week. Car thoughts out. Tatter Beans is a different type of coffee company. We give back directly to veterans, active duty military, and first responders. Hi, I'm Jason Jean, the founder of Tatter Beans, and I'm here to tell you that Tatter Beans is making a difference directly in the lives of those who lay their lives on the line for our freedoms. Find out more about our mission and how to purchase some amazing coffee at tatterbeans.com. Thank you.